uh, content uh, or, or speed podcasting. And I will point out that this idea came to us from Grant Hawks from the city of Brunswick, and he's not here today. So give him a hard time on this evening, please. Uh, I do want to uh, thank uh, Brother Gary Television. Chris and Tom are back there, also known as the Bat TV Gang. So they're here to, to help us get this uh, rolling. And I'm going to introduce uh, Mark Dorman, who is going to be our podcast host today. So Mark, come on up. So this idea came to us uh, a couple years ago. Maybe you remember we did economic development to speak dating. You can look up with this mic. I'm not sure. Uh, do you need to sit? Seven years, uh, I got to the opportunity to meet Bethany and, and 
and start dealing with the organization. And I think the beauty of it, honestly, you have these type of networking events. So the task is really socialize and understand and updates of what's going on in the county, get commissioners updates, get updates in the uh, uh, townships and what have you. So just a good opportunity to network, see the emphasis that goes into bringing businesses into the community in Medina County, and I think that's worth it, most definitely. Great. And Maru, how about yourself? Well, I, I guess they've said exactly what the organization does. It's, it's all about the networking. Uh, we've been in Wofford since uh, 2013, 14. Uh, I was introduced to the organization through somebody who's after me here, Gene Whaley. Um, didn't know much about it, but got involved, and uh, it really has brought me uh, connections within the, the county. Great. Now, I know for myself, I think that. The benefit of FCC is the ability to not only network, but expand the network, right? So the nonprofits, uh, big public officials, really have you get yourself a kind of ear to the ground with what's going on, right? I always feel like when I'm with my friends, I'm just like, what's going on over there? You got a little bit of inside track as to what's going on because Beth is so good at reporting that. So let's talk about business. So, Maru, how is your business right now? Interest rates are rising, but yet I see housing developments expanding everywhere. In the real estate business, uh, we get that question all the time. And how's the how's the market? The market is. Uh, I, I tell people all the time, don't get distracted by what you see on the media, uh, the news, high interest rates, uh, whatever it may be. The thing is, uh, the real estate market. I, I will tell you, we have low inventory, and things that we're seeing, uh, based on like the reports that we're seeing from Bethany, I mean, we're seeing a lot of activities happening in the dynamic county. Therefore, we, we don't have enough housing for them. Uh, so it is a low inventory market. We're seeing multiple offers on properties. Uh, if you can get more houses on the market, by the way, if you know anybody looking to put their house on the market, let your, your, your favorite builder know that uh, because it is a great market for that. Uh, I learned, regardless of what the market is right now, Lifestyle goes on, so you're going to have to buy, they're going to be selling, they're going to be uh, people expanding, people downsizing, divorces, deaths, and, and the housing market still continues. But uh, uh, the main thing is uh, the low inventory. Gotcha. So, Angela, um, I think we, we can kind of figure out, see, okay, in the insurance business, then you're in the uh, fiber of the home business, you're a reserve with any lab test now, do Basically what it says, we offer over 8,000 different lab tests. So we do everything from drug testing to regular clinical blood work. We also do DNA testing, forensic testing. Um, you can think of it, we do it. Great, great. And uh, John, talk to us about the insurance marketplace right now. I mean, for those of us that are in business, you hear hard market, soft market, where are we right now? So we are definitely in a hard market. Um, which means inflation um, in regards to everything that's going on in uh, in the community. Your hard markets are um, your your insurance rates are going. So we're in a litigious society, so uh, you you can your your insurance rates will be going. But Cedar Tech is more than just place insurance. Uh, from what I understand, you're more than risk management business, correct? 
So we are headquartered in Dagwood. Um, we have 20 offices in Ohio. Uh, we, we specialize in all industries. I actually specialize in school insurance. Um, so yeah, we definitely want to take a look at maybe someone's policy and make sure that uh, their risks are all covered. Who would be your ideal client? Any business in, in you're in the school segment, but overall, what size businesses is Cedar Tech part of? We partner with any size business. So we have over, I'd say, 100 agents at the agency that um, specialize in different things. So that's one thing that's about Cedar Tech is I may uh, run into an industry that I'm not familiar with, but I can pass that off to um, an agent at Cedar Tech that can help me with that. We connect those particular people again. Great. So Ben, talk to us about the status right now of the communities, where you're at, uh, how expansive is your footprint, how public Sure. So uh, the fire and I own and operated by the communities. Uh, obviously we're building out the infrastructure in around Nevada County. Uh, we utilize uh, Dave Carrado's Nevada County Fire Network backup. Uh, we connect off of that to run to uh, residential and business clients. Uh, and the, the end game will be to, to go past about 50,000 total residents and, and businesses. Uh, right now we're, we're past about 17,000, 18,000. Wow. Uh, then obviously our goal is to, those homes and businesses we pass, to light them up and fire and deliver the internet solution that they need to, to whether it be a business to run, operate their day-to-day -day activities uh, from a residential standpoint for, you know, work from home, students, uh, just general internet activity. So uh, we have, uh, it's all done, it's about 450 miles, of, around miles of fiber lake, and uh, we're almost halfway there. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting, I'm on the Port Authority of Wilson, I kind of see on the fiber network, I'm with the Port Authority, and I just, we've kind of learned how competitive that industry is, because you're laying down fiber, another firm is laying down their fiber, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yes they are. The beauty of, of our arrangement is what's called the three P, so it's the public-private partnership. So again, it's, it's the public partnership using licensing for authority of the Manhattan Fiber Network. Our private portion, which we're an internet service provider, uh, hiring local offices here locally and be able to deliver that to, to the end user. But yes, very, very competitive. Uh, I think our benefit to where we bring value is we're local, you know, I'm dealing with the large entity calling somebody around the country or even offshore. Uh, you need something done, you want to get answers, you call local, we're all staffed and based here locally. So we're able to respond and deliver the service and the quality that people in Manatee County deserve. Great. For our, our house, uh, we run on that fire, so thank you. appreciate the communities. And I know Brian Snyder very well, so well, you guys have done a great job, so thank you for your Thank you. So, Maroon, what is the, uh, how large is your agency? So we, we have around uh, 20 agents right now at that office. We are expanded a bit. We do have an office in, in Medina, uh, in Akron. And we have some expansion, which hopefully is coming soon as well. That's not the time to announce. But uh, uh, yeah, that, that's a good bit there for since uh, 2013. Uh, we started at a little office on High Street, just a rental unit, and we eventually bought a, bought a building downtown Montreal. 
And that's three high school friends, that's correct. It is. They're based where? They're based out of Denver, Colorado. Was there last week actually due to full place. First time visiting the Rockies actually. But Denver, they started in 
definitely on uh, bill as far as hiring folks uh, as we continue to build out into different areas in and around not only in Medina County but uh, in and around outside Medina County. That's going to enable us to go ahead and bring on additional folks uh, from the construction call center and uh, pretty much all facets of our business. Right. So you say it's easy to hook up and go wireless. Just a quick story. I went down to Seville, took me three trips over an hour to plug my Roku in. But <laughs> uh, now I have Roku's on uh, the four televisions we have, and my wife gets me out of the IT department. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that's what I need. Well, yeah, sometimes. The third time is I'm starting to make houses work. Actually, switch the Roku. Plug this up. Just magic. Actually, just switch the Roku as well. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So, uh, awesome. So, uh, Andrew, what's the biggest challenge in your business today? I mean, I hear when I'm out in my travels and we call on businesses, it's certainly employees, employee retention, workforce. Uh, but I imagine your business is highly scalable. You see a lot of people with a few workers, few employees. Yeah, actually, we have two fantastic medical assistants. I will say that over the um, beginning of the COVID years, you know, we had probably about five to ten members really helping the community um, achieve that kind of testing um, since there was such a large demand for it. Um, we definitely have scaled back, but I have to give a great shout out to the Medina County um, Career Center because uh, we have a new hire who came from their recent graduate and she is a fantastic individual. They have done a wonderful job with her, so um, that, that's great, greatly appreciated. There you go. And Maru, what's the one thing you'd like this group to know about you personally? Maybe share both a personal and ask you all this question, both the personal and then the professional side of your business. So, so, so something uh, a lot of people don't know about me, but I, before I was in uh, real estate, I, I, I always said I found my, my, my dream profession late in life, started in 2009. Uh, Lived in Northeast Ohio since 2000. This is 16 years. Where are you from originally? So that's that's where I'm going with this. So I'm born in the Caribbean, born in uh, Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago. Grew up in New York City. He doesn't want to work in that office. Moved to New York City, so I grew up in New York City, uh, far up in uh, in South. Um, and uh, before real estate. I was in the club and everything. I do have a club and everything, so uh, I do most of the cooking at home. <laughs> so uh, uh, professionally, I love what I do. Uh, we love what we do. We keep things professional. Uh, I am president of the Atlanta County Board of Rapers uh, right now. Um, and uh, we're just about, and that comes from the, the restaurant background, it's all about great service. So, Working with us, you'll definitely get that. Excellent, thank you. Ben, how about you? Where do you what, what's, give us a little background on where you came from and how you ended up with it. Sure, so I've been in the communications, telecommunications, IT industry for a long time. I'd like to admit, but let's say it's, it's, it's been a long time. We're really working with larger companies. I uh, was with Frontier Communications here in town for seven years as the general manager. Uh, worked for Spectrum uh, on the national account side. So. I brought through and brought up on the, the larger end. The, the beauty of uh, Lick Communities and, and, and Lick Fiber Medina is, is this, as a prime example, a chance to really get into the grassroots to see how what you do help 
individuals and businesses. When we offer our streaming classes down in our civil center to have people come in and sit, and we go over Roku devices, and we go over streaming, and what's the smart TV, and how to do different uh, uh, functionality at home. Uh, participating in the Dow program that Commissioner Hamley mentioned, so one of our folks at the office is doing some of the classes. Uh, we recorded with Dave Carrado the, uh, you know, how to change your email without being locked in carriage specific, so people make that shift a little easier. So really a chance to, to make a difference and to make a difference locally and to make a difference within the community. Uh, that's that's what gets me excited, it gets me going down. I know firsthand that being on the authority and working with the with Dave Carrado very well, uh, you know, the Pat County Fiber Network has been instrumental in bringing number of businesses here in face. The fact that we have fiber, I think it's one of the things that if you're not in a group like this, to hear this message, you kind of take it for granted, but not all the have fiber. They know, you know, realize what it does for you. It increase your house value, uh, attracting businesses that are looking to come into an area that's one of the top, and I know Beth Dickin and, and the staff can attest to this, this is one of the top three things they look at is information, accessibility, the technology, the infrastructure, what's available to them to be able to do their business. Because, you know, not only are they communicating across town, and most of them are communicating across the world. Yeah. So that's very, very important. Great. Thank you, Chef. John, how much you were going to grow up, and uh, how long have you been seeing that? So I grew up in the West Lake, moved to down about seven years ago. Absolutely love it out here. Um, it's it's different than Cottonwood County, I would say that. Uh, I, I, I just love the sense of community. Yeah, there is. The folks are different, um, and that that um, really appeals to me. Um, so I've been with Seabrook Head for about three years. Um, had some uh, connections in the school industry, and so was brought over to start running schools. Awesome. Great. Angela, how about you? Where are you from originally, and uh, how long have you been with any lab? I'm an actual high school graduate of Brunswick High School with a little bit of college education as well. So it's really it's really important to see how MCBDC supports those individuals that, you know, not everybody needs a college degree in order to be successful. So yeah. Awesome. Great. And, well, what can we have you back to maybe do a little culinary class? Last question. Uh, what does SCDC give you that you, one of the things that I love about Pat County is it's it's small, but it's large, right? And, and it sounds like the nice one. There's so many great companies here, great leaders here, great businesses here, but they can throw out with the commissioners and the mayor and things like that. That is different than the county, to kind of just go a little bit deeper there. Yeah, that is, and, and this organization is great because a lot of folks show up to these meetings as well, the business leaders do. Um, and so when I uh, initially started attending, I told myself, I want you know, don't just come in and sit down and, um, and, and just listen, but go and shake hands, meet people, get to know their stories, and then take those relationships and apply them to the community and, and not only to try to see if you can help them, but again, tie that back to some of the um, nonprofits and charities so we can all kind of work together. And then the money comes after that, by the way. Yeah, great, great. 
So, guys, we're back to you. So, how can people get a hold of any lab, any lab test now? Uh, give us your website. Yeah, so that's actually our website is anylabtestnow.com. So, you can call and speak to one of our great staff members, and they can help you in regards to what type of testing works well for you as the individual or what your business needs are.
So, uh, um, and so many of our clients here, we are like a team, or uh, we partner with them um, to uh, enhance the team that they already have. Awesome, awesome. And Jason, this is an amazing asset to our community. Your, your, your expansion is how, how large again? Uh, it, uh, we're expanding to about 56 new units, but in total, uh, project cost is $48 million. $48 million. How many people do you employ here? So we employ, uh, depending on our high school and college students, um, uh, and how they ebb and flow, uh, anywhere between uh, 190 and uh, 200 employees on campus. That's excellent. I'm going to turn my attention for a minute to the manufacturing guys. Uh, how's business? Business has been up, business has been down, business has been flat. I mean, it's been a crazy two year ride. I do not want to repeat this uh, COVID model. And then uh, our manufacturing company, Bell's profile, we bought Superior Wolf Forming. Maybe some of you have heard that. And back in 2018, just in time for COVID, and uh, we've grown the way. Uh, we've stabilized, uh, and, uh, and we, we're investing in growth. So uh, the future's looking really good for us, actually. And Wells and Profile is based where globally? Uh, our headquarters in Austria. It's a uh, 365 year old company and it's a lot generation of family ownership. Wow. So um, they are making steel with a building for hidden rocks in Massachusetts, I like to say. So it's been around a long time and a very generational company. So uh, we as leaders are very invested in what Mitchell's doing and re engaging in the community and the schools uh, to continue to invest in our youth. So yeah, you're still in the role forming business. Yeah, we're still in the role forming business. That's our core competency. Uh, we're about 2,500 employees, a billion dollars revenue globally, and uh, bringing the technology that's in Europe to the US. Great, great app. Yeah. Most businesses are pretty helpful. So definitely, we, we, we rolled away for a while. We've, we've settled down. Um, at 3D Metals, we slipped oils. So we take 40,000 you know, 40, pounds of oils, uh, steel, copper, and aluminum for the most part. And we slipped them down in small oils. The joke is we don't make anything. Think of a loaf of bread, we get the loaf of bread, we cut it, we put it back in the bag, and we ship it out. Uh, the steel side of the business has seen a little bit of a downturn, or just slower than we normally see. Um, but um, most of you probably know what I feel about our current administration, but some of the decisions that they are making to push towards electric has pushed our copper and aluminum business just through the roof. Um, and from a volume perspective, it's up, but those are all also margin rich commodities as well. So the copper and aluminum slip go to, to support the electric grid. Uh, transformers, uh, we're looking at things with uh, associated with electric vehicles. So that part of the business is 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 booming. Excellent. Excellent. Gene, uh, your business development, uh, how uh, how do you find the market out there? How do you find breaking into new accounts in the back now? Uh, well I will say that you know uh, thankfully the business that we're in It'd be regardless of the economy, everybody has technology needs. And, uh, and certainly in, in this uh, uh, setting right now, there's a, a lot of activity around uh, hackers and all those kinds of things, nefarious. And so um, our business is doing very well. I will say, though, that um, you know, this format of the Niagara County um, has, uh, has really uh, been good for us. Um, you know, there's certainly a focus on you know, networking and uh, getting to know decision makers um, at businesses and that, and so this is our um, um, our growth even uh, can be tied to being a member here. And as I look around, even I, our business grows by you know, trusted referrals. 
um, that's, that's the best way for us. And I, when I look even at who's here today, we're certain we're the technology partner for Bethany and her team for Campbell Construction and Magnet, I believe are three uh, clients that I saw um, here today. So uh, uh, business as well, and, uh, and we're thankful for being part. Good. Jason, you've got about 190 employees. How many residents still here? So uh, right now we came to about uh, 245 community members between uh, across the space. Uh, with the new addition of the new building just opening last month, we are now at uh, 34 of the 56 apartments that uh, have been sold or about 75% occupied at this point in time. So really excited with, uh, with that growth. So what different layers do you have individual, like a mile apartment, like you have maybe assisted living, talk with office yeah. as well? Yeah, absolutely. So we are continuing care retirement community, which means that we service independent living, assisted living. We are qualified. We are a 55 and older community, so we'll be happy to talk with anybody fitting into that age bracket uh, afterwards if you have any questions uh, or for future plans beyond that. Uh, but we offer uh, memory care and then skilled nursing as well. Uh, and a lot of folks ask, hey, are those houses uh, out there past the ponds part of your campus too? Yes, we have 20 uh, independent living villas. Uh, one of the unique things about our villas is that they come with full basement, basements that are in there, which is pretty unusual in, in our space. So uh, we are able to uh, have someone move onto our campus and live within our continuum rather than having to move addresses be able to stay with your friends, your neighbors, really become a really small micro community inside the greater United community uh, here on campus, which is which is really so if she dive on do we can add that products that you guys have we can add that to your admission agreement. That's the problem. So uh, what is the biggest challenge facing when I hear again as an employee, I can't find that employee surviving a higher 20% more workforce. I also hear we've got more work coming out of COVID, even though the economy is kind of very unshaken around. The manufacturing sector seems to be quite steady, uh, but not enough workers to fill in. Can you comment on that? Um, my, my comment is we've always been in that situation kind of hiring to help people. So. Uh, manufacturing to me is the first to rebound and the first to get aggressive. We'll go look at the operation, uh, we're looking at uh, more efficient ways to run our operations because uh, people will just not, are not naturally growing on trees. There's so many opportunities for uh, people to find work and to do work, whether it's at home or in their location. So uh, we're really investing in, in the community, investing in schools to try and bring people through our organization to see what manufacturing is today. It's not what it was. It's not what people think it is anymore. It's very high tech. It's, it's, a, it's a sexy industry. I have to be honest. If you could say that on this podcast, sorry. Awesome. You, you can get it. It's really um, impressive when we take students through our organization. They, they had no idea that that's what manufacturing is today. And it's a clean, almost lab like environment and um, a lot of technology. So we're getting out in front of this. Manufacturing always be in front of it. We're just reading our biggest opportunities to connect with the schools and, and introduce manufacturing today to them. Great. Al? Uh, yeah, we sure are with staffing. I think most of, you know, most of the folks in that industrial park are going to throw that down right now. So um, we have, so in Valley City, so Valley City is the world headquarters. In Valley City, we're about 125 people. Um, about 85 of those are manufacturing, the rest are, you know, sales, community, 
concern, that sort of thing. And then we have um, elected bus bar and bus bike distribution centers in, in Birmingham, St. Louis, and uh, Concord, North Carolina, right outside of Charlotte. And those combined with outside sales tax is about 50. So we're about 175 people total. Um, again, manufacturing, we're in five, and that comes our drivers, our maintenance staff, and everybody. But when you look at the people who are actually taking steel coil, cutting it down, taking it off, putting it in the conveyor's packaging it, we're not 60 people. And when, so we're probably down to six people right now, which doesn't seem like a lot. That's 10% of the workforce. Yeah, I'm down 10% of who I need. And the biggest challenge, you know, kind of to mirror that, is there are misconceptions about manufacturing. Uh, it's, it's clean and safe, we treat our people, you know, fantastic. We, we feed them a couple times a week, it seems, at this point. Um, but it's, it's work. It's absolutely work. It's not sit down, it's not looking at a computer. It's moving its oven, it's lifting pallets and some things like that. And, and there are definitely folks that don't want that. Well, folks are yeah, what have you guys in the manufacturing sector? And this goes to all of you. What have you seen? Well, how do you have to change your game? to compete for more employees, retain more employees, as you mentioned, food trucks perhaps, or I see this a lot all over the place. We kind of, kind of, those guys are like lunch yesterday's office. How about that? Let's start with you, Jason. Yeah, we, we actually have uh, three of our side communities, which is our parent company, and we have two other campuses across the state of Ohio. We have really worked from our core values on how we become the organization of choice, the employer of choice, and how do we of our team members to the point that even building this brand new building we had team members that were involved from housekeeping from the nursing department to make sure that we weren't just making assumptions on how we are going to make the building a better place for everybody else so whether that uh, whether that was taken either from the carpet color that was chosen to have the housekeepers have their pins on what does this flooring look like how much more difficult is this going to be for you to be able to clean and maintain it if we do go for this then what kind of equipment do you need to be able to so really moving to more of an inclusionary part with our team members to be able to do that and really focusing on uh, the individual relationship with the direct supervisors. Uh, that's really, really important. Uh, you know, we, we are firm believers in people don't lead businesses, they lead leaders. And we want to make sure that we're investing not just with our management, but our nurses who are also our, our leaders. So, leadership training development and, and that's been a major focus and change for us that you know we can't just expect to hire 18 employees in a month like we were and that, that was a real a real number we moved to like hiring 18 people over six months during the pandemic so really having a change in focus in, in investing back into that individual uh, employee and how we can help get them to where we need to be at during the pandemic we've had a always had a $5,000 a year tuition reimbursement program that was eligible for uh, team members for a very minimal amount of time to come in and work during the month. We actually changed that uh, halfway through 2020, and rather than being a reimbursement program, it turned into an advancement program. So before you even set foot into your class, you're eligible up to $5,000 a year just to be a part-time employee. It's not just for folks that are going into nursing or administration. It's a scholarship program basically for about 24 hours a month. They can be eligible up to uh, $5,000 a year of, of tuition advancement. So, uh, and that's like I said, that's not just that could be a teacher, they could be going to school to become a chemist, it had nothing to do with our industry whatsoever. 
we're reintegrating to invest in our young people. Wow, that's, that's fabulous. That's, uh, that's very, very noteworthy. Gene, how about you? Well, I'll take exception to the, uh, to the hard work piece. I mean, being a technology engineer, I mean, you get to look at models. Uh, we 
did not come down with the leadership here. You know what? He wasn't. He could have been, and I'm thankful, you know, CFO, especially was just like that. I mean, literally, I started that. There's probably a third of the, the workforce that I was concerned that we leave because we had raised money. Starting with, we had touched these folks with a vendor a couple of years ago. We were like 50 cents above, and so we need to fix that. Um, so we look at wages, we look at people working hard, I have a budget, and, and each year I'm under that budget, so we're, we're doing well there. But that flexibility of the workforce, I can't, I can't overstate how important that has been to us and we're able to keep it that's, that's what they want. Bill, how about you? I mean, uh, give us a few words about that county from a foreign uh, international company's perspective. Uh, we, we came to that county in 2018, that was a profile. And, uh, Where are you from originally? I'm originally from Newcastle, Pennsylvania, so we got our hands to here, but I spent 26 years in Kentucky uh, in the Louisville area, predominantly. And uh, we moved up here, my wife and I moved up here in 2019. It took a year to find a house for our house. And uh, it's crazy, they went toward the mountain. Yeah, but our county, uh, I'm here, but I think it was really huge in introducing us to the county.
could have did things like cleaning supplies and things of that nature. You know, they could have been, we were buying the stuff at Walmart. They could, we had access to distributors that they couldn't get access to, and the same thing with the Cedar Center. And we've seen other businesses and organizations in Manana County support Manana County, and that's one of the things that I love the most about, about our space. And, you know, plug for uh, another organization out there, Relay for Life for Manana County last year raised over $90,000 for the American Cancer Society, uh, a new record for them. We're $9,000 away from hitting a new record of 110,000. Relay for Life will be at the fairgrounds on June 10th. Uh, so another great way to support uh, an amazing organization that does a lot of work uh, uh, for uh, making cancer eradicated. I don't think there's anybody, one of us, that hasn't been touched by someone that's had a cancer diagnosis or even lost someone. And Western Reserve has stepped up this year and is helping uh, Relay this year uh, with being the sole sponsor for their survival year and for their, their caregivers, which is a really special function as part of uh, Relay for Life uh, as a celebration of those that have survived and a remembrance for those that took care of folks. And I uh, would encourage any of the businesses uh, in United County to consider uh, supporting their cause as well. Thank you, Jane. Before I, before I answer that, I want to say I'm always a realtor for a room at Remax, and um, I wanted to know that he's ready to open turn the nets. All this we are we are too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's a lot of applications to store. So as a company, we're throughout Northeast Ohio, right? And so we get to uh, we get to, to participate and see in a number of of uh, counties and that. And I'll tell you, we also own uh, Foundry Social and uh, High Voltage Charting. And, and we chose Medina County because of it, because of Medina County. You personally own your family? We were part, yeah, we were part of, of, of house, yeah. Love that place. And so when we, uh, um, when we chose that place, it really was because of the support from the community, um, both, both just the, the, the people that support local businesses, um, but also you know from all the organizations, um, um, including this one that really um, goes above and beyond to provide um, you know this kind of, of scenario, but also you know, just help with, with uh, all kinds of the business needs and that. And the support is, has been amazing. So um, we love that county. And actually, if, if each of you would start uh, buying from Keystone, I wouldn't have to leave that county. And that, that's my goal today. Great. Well, on behalf of MCEC, Bat TV, uh, my good friend, Brent, uh, couldn't be here today. Uh, thank you for joining us, Bill, Adam, Jason, Gene, thank you, and have a great rest of your day, everybody. Just a quick word of thanks to all of our panelists and to Mark for being the podcast panel of uh, Extraordinary. Have a great day, everybody.